everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And, uh, we're gonna talk about anime and, and stuff. And stuff. So, I guess, first few minutes we could use for, like, uh, I don't know, ketchup or something. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but we kind of already used, we kind of already did all of our ketchup before we started recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, we kind of did. <laughs> Oh, that's that's kind of embarrassing. I mean, I no, I did not watch any any anime this past week. I watched uh, I watched Yes Man. How was that? It's not as not as bad as I remember. Well, that's it's good. Like a solid five. Five on your scale. Yeah, five on my scale. It had it had some moments that genuinely made me laugh. Well, that's good. Jim Carrey wasn't awful in it. Is it a comedy? It's it's a romantic comedy. Oh, okay. Alright. The uh, ending where the motivational like speaker guy comes out on stage and his entire audience is sitting there in the nude. That was that was funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it it makes sense in context. Oh, I'm sure it does. Uh let's see here. Shit, I don't think I I don't think I watched anything this week either. I adjusted um, my microphone. I just wanted it closer to my face. Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, didn't watch anything this week because what we're talking about today, I watched last week. Sekirei. Ah, uh, yeah. Also, uh, I've just I've described it to you a few times as uh, harem battle royale. <laughs> Yeah, I think you. I think you did. Good, 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 good times. <laughs> so Sekirei. So yeah, we're just gonna jump straight into this. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay, so Sekirei came out in. Well, the anime came out in about two thousand eight, like late two thousand eight, I think. Okay. And. Fuck. It was just it was one of those harem anime that was around at the time. Just there was a whole just shit ton of harem anime. They were just growing like, out of the walls. Literally growing out of the walls. I mean, you had like Tularu and shit. I can't remember. I blanked most of them from my memory because uh, they were shit. That most of them weren't very good or memorable. But Sekirei, you know, stuck with me enough that, uh, just the premise alone. And and I read a decent amount of the manga, which I think is finished? I, I don't know, I'd have to go back and check. Um, in any case, it's, it's very, very exciting. A lot, lot of... So, obviously, you don't have to look at it. Um... Eli, but it, you should just know that like every other scene, every other fight scene that I'm going to describe is it, someone either has a panty shot or all of their clothes get ripped off. Okay then. <laughs> I'm just I'm just like letting you. I'm just like setting the scene, letting you know this is this is a. Is this, this like is, this that is one show where like, like 
it's literally like they're battling with their asses. Oh, Keijo? <laughs> no, it's it's not like Keijo. They actually do fight normally. It, it it took many years to get to the point of uh refinement for bat uh, for, <laughs> is, <laughs> for sexy refinement, yeah, that's that's refinement is absolutely <laughs> the word I would use. <laughs> okay. And so we go in to episode one. Um so we start off with the Aniplex logo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh it was it was done by Aniplex though. But so we start we start in go straight into flashback. Or I suppose Um I suppose it's this is the first thing that happens in the show, but it's happens way before the rest of the show. Okay. It's whatever. Doesn't really matter. You don't know what's going on. There's like an underground bunker or something. There's these two women just slaughtering all the guards who are shooting them, but they aren't hitting them. Like the guards are shooting the women. Uh one has one of the women has a sword, the other one is just using her fists. Okay. Just slaughtering everybody. Uh, they rescue eight, and, uh, they rescue a small child. Small child. Yes. And then the sword lady is, uh, is outside, and there's just piles and piles of guards. It's kind of obscene. And then after that, we go straight to the opening. There's no explanation for any of this right now. Okay. The opening's alright. That that's that's really all I can say about it. It's, it's really it's all, all I right. can say about it. Alright. <laughs> it's it's a decent song and uh whatchamacallit is the animation's meh. I'm I'm no stranger to openings I would just describe as being okay. Yeah. So we go in to and we see the uh, the actual main character, Minato, who is so okay. So you know in Japanese anime how there's uh, like after tests they'll have the big boards where it's yeah. like listing all the grades and stuff. Yeah. So he's he's standing in front of one of those and he's very sad because he failed the test. Oh no. <laughs> and because it's because he's very, he's especially sad because. He uh, he's trying to get into college at some big university in the big city, and this is his second time failing because. I mean, Actually, I guess if you fail the test twice, maybe you should <laughs> probably reevaluate your life goals. Yeah, yeah, kind of. He's he's certainly going to be forced to do that. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So meanwhile, we see um another character who we will meet shortly, who is being chased by uh. What's, what's the best way to describe these two? There are two. There's 
two ladies in like bondage wear. Okay. Yeah, that that's. <sighs> and also, they have electric powers. I guess that rubber acts as insulation. <laughs> yeah, Is that how that works? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, and so, main character's walking home when uh, the girl being chased literally falls out of the sky and lands on him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see, they, there's some dialogue between the girl and the, uh, electric twins, because it's, it's two girls and they look pretty much exactly alike, just like their outfits are different colors. Okay. But, in any case, um, let's see here. Yeah, so at this point, this is the first instance where uh, Musubi, the girl who landed on our main character, Minato, uh, the electric twins use their electricity to blow her uh, top off. How? Uh, anime? I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really weird. Um, but anyways, they end up running away from from the fight because he obviously has no idea what's going on. So they hide in his apartment. Um, and then they go out and get uh, food because she got hungry. She uh, she actually ended up eating. Uh, ten meals? As is proper. Yeah. And then she goes off to go to, like, the store or something. And then he is walking down the street and sees the electric twins dressed up as maids. And they're doing that thing that I don't know if it's a thing in real life, but it's super common in anime. Where it's, like, girls in maid outfits handing out flyers for a restaurant? Yeah, I see that all the time. Not in real life, in anime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're doing that, and he recognizes them, and they recognize him. And... So, wait, 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 wait. Are they, like, electric assassin whatevers as their day job, and then this is, like, a side thing, or is this their normal job and the other thing's a side thing? Uh, kind of. Well, because the electric assassin thing isn't really a job, more of a... It's just a, a hobby they're very enthusiastic about. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They, I think, I think they just have a lot of part-time jobs. Like, <laughs> because Musubi shows back up. Because she's like, I forgot to ask you what you wanted to eat for dinner. <laughs> and there's a big fight. They corner uh, Minato and Musubi in the a in an alleyway. Okay. And uh, 
basically they're they're just being very threatening for a little bit. Then then uh Minato and Misubi uh end up kissing, which causes a pair of glowing wings to like uh appear on her back. Huh? Okay, let me back up a bit. <laughs> so this is a, this will be explained more later in the show, but there's these things called Sekirei in this world of the anime called Sekirei. Okay. They they uh they look like humans. All right. But they have like superpowers. So they're they're people with superpowers. Sort of. It's complicated. Okay. Anyways, uh, and whenever someone called an Ashikavi makes you, you God, it's such a weird. This world has a deep and rich lore. <laughs> Surprisingly, so <laughs> when they make mucosal contact with an Ashikavi, a Sekirei awakens, which is to say, when they kiss. Okay. Because that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's it's some nonsense about, like, DNA in their mucus? Oh, God, like, I don't... <laughs> oh. <laughs> how, much, how much mucus does the average person get on someone else while kissing? Because I don't think it's a very much... It's a very large amount, if any at all. <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, wait, wait. So... Like, if you just, like, sneezed on someone, then, would that work? Shit, I have, I think about I, that. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe? Uh, uh, fucking hell, I don't know. <laughs> it's just an excuse. I mean, really, it's just an excuse for them. <laughs> To have everybody make out to activate their powers. Okay, so... It's, it's super... Anyways, so Musubi's superpower is just being really strong. Okay. And the Electric Twins is shooting lightning. Wait, who kisses the twins to give them their powers? Do they kiss each that other? later. Alright. That's... It's a good question, but that comes later. <laughs> Um, because they have their powers before they get kissed, but they're they're not as powerful. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway, so that so they're all the electricians are all disappointed. Like, damn it, we can't fight you. You kissed a dude. That means we can't fight you. For some reason. Uh, Musubi and Minato go away and head back to his apartment and then we get really cool dude, Homura who's also a Sekirei who can conjure fire he just kind of shows up and threatens the Electro Twins okay I'll be honest he doesn't do a lot Anyways, 
So. So meanwhile, in the background of all this, um, there's a bit of plot about a local megacorp, well, global megacorp, called MBI that has been buying up a whole bunch of stuff. Stuff? <laughs> like, they've just been buying, like, military equipment and tech equipment. Like, they're just fucking massive. They're like Disney if Disney was evil. <laughs> so they're Disney? <laughs> Yes, but they don't. But they don't own Marvel. Okay. Uh, in any case, um, so main character calls his sister to get some clothes, uh, because Miss Speed's clothes are ruined, and then right after this, wasn't her clothes uh, ruined earlier? I, I Did he just have that. spare clothes lying around at his house for her? So I actually had that wrong. She didn't get her uh, she didn't get her top blown off until the second fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had that a little bit out of order, my bad. Um yeah, after immediately after he calls his sister, uh some MBI dude shows up and gives him Gives Minato a change of clothes for Musubi. So wait, wait. Like, did she call him, or does there just someone who follows her around? Anybody. Nobody so, called anybody. So there's just someone who follows her around carrying a duffel full of clothes. Yeah, kinda. This happens more than once. <laughs> like just every time her clothes get ruined, MBI shows up with another change. That is simultaneously a pretty easy and pretty sucky job. Because you don't have to actually do much very often, but you are having to follow someone around just, like, hang back half a mile. I, I kind of wonder if, like, every other Sekirei has the same thing. Like or have, maybe or they just have, like, tracking things in her clothes, and when it gets destroyed, they figure, oh, well, clothes must be gone. <laughs> But then how do they deliver the new set? They just have people all over the city with a duffel bag with clothes in all different sizes. <laughs> and then just the nearest one comes to you. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, then after this, uh, we get we actually get some proper world building about what the heck a Sekirei in Anashikabi is on the main character's TV. Like... Which the which uh, MBI hacked into to talk to him through. I mean, they couldn't just call him on the phone? Apparently not. Well, to be fair, the CEO of this corporation is a massive drama queen. Okay. Like, I will, I'll send you a picture of him. I'll find one. Any as I keep talking though. Right. Um anyway, so he's he gets he gets everything explained, more or less how I explained it earlier. There's some hullabaloo about a Sekirei plan. Not important right now. Um and then his uh then his land then Minotaur's landlord shows up and uh like banging on the door. And so he opens the door and 
It's like, hey, landlord, what's up? And then basically he gets he gets kicked out of his apartment because he has a girl in his apartment. All right. It's uh, let's here. ah, here we go. I found a picture of the guy. All right. That's not the CEO of a mech corporation. That is a super <laughs> Wait, villain. I found a better picture. I found a better picture. <laughs> okay, that is not the CEO of a mech corporation. That is a super villain. That's that's not too far off from how he acts. He's standing on top of a clock tower with a cloak billowing in the wind. I'm waiting for Batman his, to show up and fight him. <laughs> I think that's actually his uh his like corporate HQ. So wait wait, wait. he his corporate HQ he built a clock tower so that he would have one to dramatically stand in front of. This is a surprisingly large amount of space uh, up there. He built an entire clock tower to have place for his monologuing. Yes. More or less. Alright, story checks out. <laughs> okay. So, going forwards, uh, they go out to go find an apartment. They end up getting turned down 30 times while looking uh, at different agencies. So they're technically homeless at this point, I guess. Can't the mega can't they just like get a house on the mega corporation? I mean, they already have somewhat pay someone to follow her around with clothing. Or heck, just like stay at that guy's house for a night. <laughs> Whose house? The guy who <laughs> delivers her clothes. He obviously has no life. <laughs> I don't think they actually know who he is because it's. I mean, one, it's a different person every time. Oh, so they genuinely do have people all throughout the city doing this. I mean, they basically control the city. So how is it that they're unable to get an apartment? Well, okay, so he has no budget. No budget. That's the first part. And also, he doesn't want to ask his mom to be the guarantor. Because, well... Well, one, he got threatened that uh, he would die if he told anybody about Sekirei's. And uh, and two, he's really embarrassed about not getting into college. Let's get a hotel room somewhere. Yeah, the budget issue, though. I mean, I'm, I I think, judging from uh, what happens in the next episode, it, it was more of like a you-have-one-week-to-move-out kind of situation. Mm. Like, it wasn't a... Get the fuck out of the get the fuck out of here. He, he gets to like they get to actually go back and pack up his stuff and take it to where they end up living. Anyway, so Minato and Musubi have a very nice heart to heart chat in the rain. Um, she ends up kissing him, says a few words, uh, then her, uh, then she gets the wings again. She like hugs him and then jumps way up in the air above the clouds. And they like pass in front of the moon and it's really, really cool. Okay. Episode two. <laughs> episode two is... Seems like a lot happened in that first episode. It kind of did. Uh, it 
makes up for it by not as much happens in later episodes that are, is actually kind of important. Like this episode, which I don't remember everything that happened. So, okay. So remember how at the end of the last episode, he, she jumped up in front of the moon? She jumped in front the of the moon. All right, so they're pulling an E.T. Yeah. She doesn't have a plan for landing. Has she flown before? <laughs> no. Okay, so she decided to take off without first figuring out how to land. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> but luckily, as they are falling to their deaths, smiles in the air, a tree catches them. I think it's actually probably worse that she took a passenger up into the air with her without to check, like, figure out how to land first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they they land. A tree catches them, and they land in somebody's backyard. Okay. Who's uh... is this? Someone going to become another love interest? No. 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 But she is a she is an important character. Oh. She is she's the landlady of the place they landed at. Um and then so they 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 work out, you know, the what the heck are you doing in my backyard? Like we just uh, you know, we just landed here. Figured we'd drop in for a spell. <laughs> More or less. Um but of course, since they fell and landed in a tree and then hit the ground, they're pretty banged up. So she takes them inside and fixes them up for them, gives them some soup. <clears throat> okay. And uh and we meet two other characters who live here. Uh a dude named Kagari who has silver hair and a girl named Uzume who has ridiculous hair. Just it's brown, but it's ridiculous. It's really really long. Uh, so Mia, the landlady, <clears throat> mentions that they've got a spare room, and he's like, hey, I'm looking for a room. Can I rent the room? She's like, absolutely. This, yeah, just casually rent space to people who literally fall onto your property. No background <laughs> checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, it's not exactly top-of-the-line, high-end place. <laughs> no offense to the landlady. <laughs> um, anyways. So yeah, he agrees to move in. And then while he's moving out of his old place, his sister drops by. Um, and then she realizes, oh, that's why you needed the clothes. Because you got a girl now. <laughs> Um, and also she's there, um, because she got into college. First try. Of course. Of course. To be uh, fair, not that hard. Yeah, well, it's Japan. Well, it's, in America, not that hard. Yeah, America, it's just, you know, fucking go to Phoenix. Can you fog a mirror? <laughs> 
And even then, I'm pretty sure that uh, an advisor will make an exception if you if you plead your case hard enough. <laughs> uh, that's that's good. So yeah, that's pretty much all his sister does in this episode. She will be important later. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. How sort of is sort of? She plays a bigger role in the second season, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. But, like, we keep bouncing back to her while she's living in the city and doing stuff. Alright. So she's kind of important. Whatever, I'll get... That's that's in a few episodes. Um, anyway, so they move in to the new place called Mice... It's like Mison Izumo. I don't know what a Mison is. I think it's... Don't ask me. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up real quick. My son. Okay, it, it means house in French. Wait, what? Oh my god. Whatever. It's it's like a kind of like a group house kind of deal. Oh, it's a it's like it's a hostel. Yeah. Okay. But there's like separate rooms. Kind of. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. In any case, uh, we find out Uzume is actually a Sekure, and then Musubi tries to fight her. Who's Uzume? It, the, one of the people who lives at the hostel. Okay. Like, a, She's another one who's important later. She just kind of... She's just around. She's in, just around. She just kind of... She sleeps, she eats, she's got big boobs. I didn't mention that for everybody else, because fucking everybody in this show has giant, fucking giant... It's a bigger thing when someone doesn't have big boobs. It's one of those shows. Any case. Um, the landlady stops them from fighting. Although, admittedly, it was just supposed to be punching stuff. So she, like, punched the wall, punched the ground, punched the floor. And, uh, they learn the rules of living at the hostel. No violence and no sex. Sounds easy enough. Yeah. You would be surprised how difficult it is. Get a drink. All right. And I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think anything else really happened in episode two. So we go to episode three. And so they're living at the place. Uh, Minato has a part time job as a construction worker now. He's okay. all right, I guess. I mean, uh, you know, good on him for working. Yeah. He's not a neat. Like, seriously, so many other fucking protagonists uh, from that era. Um, see, Moosby is being trained by the landlady, Mia. And, uh... There's also a news report about some overgrown botanical garden. 
in the city. In any case, um, and so uh, we meet one of his co-workers on the construction job, a dude named Sayo. Who Is meets... he also a Sekiro? <laughs> no. But he's very hungry, and he steals some, well, he, like, bums off some of uh, Minato's food. It's a nice lunchbox made by the landlady. And then, while they're eating, uh, basically we find out that he, that this dude, Seo, is actually the Ashikabi of the Electric Twins. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said we'd meet that person. Yes. He's kind of an asshole, to be honest. But he's, I guess, a good person? He's not an enemy, to say the least. But, uh... Alright. But he's an asshole. And he steals people's food. He, he, of course, he asks first. But... In any case... Um... The construction job doesn't really matter all that much. Basically just explains how he can afford to pay his bills. More or less. Although when he finds the time to go do his job... Oh wait, no. Right, never mind. He gets laid off later, but that's later. And uh, he's got bigger things to worry about at that point. So, uh, while the, they're talking and catching up, then, um, we go sh to some park where some dude is, uh, like, uh, finding Sekire and making them his. Like, there was some abandoned Sekire somewhere in the park. How does that work? Uh... What do you mean? Like, how, 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 like so if Sucker is a person, right? Yes. And they have to swap fluids with uh, something another person. Yes. So, like, what do you mean an abandoned Sucker? It's... I'm not this, did, Is this, like, breaking up, like, a band, or...? No, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, I'm not entirely certain. All I know is that she's got in... So most Sucker have a symbol on like the nape of their like no in the like the center of their back okay the, right between their shoulder blades they've got a okay. symbol that is the sekirei symbol okay. and she has and she has the sekirei symbol on her forehead instead okay anyway so he adds this uh, sekirei to his harem <laughs> more or less okay so now minato and seo are gonna are going to the overgrown botanical garden because Kusano, who is <laughs> she's great, she's she's great. Um, she she's a Sekure who contacted Minato in a dream. She was the one who saved them with the tree. Did they have that powers? Yeah, because she has uh, plant growth powers. I meant the whole interfering with people's dreams power. Oh. <laughs> it's... Yeah, kind of. 
kind of it's it's like oh this is fate or some shit like that okay then but it, i i should note ku kusano ku as uh, everybody calls her uh she's like 9 wait hold on who is that again in relation to she's a sekirei so so, there, so there's some guy out there swapping fluids with a nine-year-old? Not yet. That does not make it better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, there is... The dude who picked up the abandoned Sekirei is gunning for Ku. So he sent out a couple of his goons. And by goons, I mean Sekirei. To go, like, capture her and bring her to him. I mean, when you have an army of people with superpowers. Yeah. Uh, in any case, so... Homura shows up to uh, distract the uh, the two Sekireis going after Ku. Uh, he ends up getting into a fight with the abandoned one, who has ice powers. Yeah, that... Okay. <laughs> He doesn't do a lot, like I said. He just kind of shows up and is like, oh, I've got fire. And the other guy has ice, so they're basically mutually canceling each other out. More or less. Uh, and then the other Sekirei that was with the ice girl runs into the garden to go capture Ku. And so, like I said, Minato and Seo go in to the garden. Alright. They... They find Ku, but the other Sekirei already beat them to her. But... Uh... They beat her up a little bit. Well, they don't really beat her up. The electric tones shock her a bit. And then uh, Minato gets in danger, and then Musubi shows up. Just in time. And so the girl they're fighting has like a scythe. Not really important. Uh, in any case, Musubi... God, just fuck it every time. At least in these early episodes, especially. Um, every time Musubi gets into a fight, whoever she's fighting knocks off all her clothes. Yeah, you told me this. Yeah. I just, I just want to state it, that it, this is really weird. But this time, this time, however, when she gets all, all her clothes knocked off, she makes cover. She makes sure to cover her breasts <laughs> with her arm. <laughs> okay. Modesty. <laughs> Modesty. <laughs> um, and so there's they fight a bit. Musubi ends up behind Scythe Girl, touches her on the uh, on the back tat, says says uh. A holy chant or whatever. Which makes the scythe girl stop moving. And the Sekirei mark disappears. Okay. And uh, she doesn't move at all after this. Oh, and at some point during this, uh, Ku kissed Minato. Okay. Understand? I have no idea who any of these people that you're referring to are. <laughs> I can't tell their names apart. God damn it! Okay. 
so, uh... I understand who Ku is. You keep okay, referring to this guy. That he's the main character? No, Ku is the nine-year-old. Oh. Kusano is the nine-year-old. Minato is the main character. Okay. Musubi is the punchy main, punchy main girl. Okay. I, I, I guess I'll just use the epitaphs. That might be helpful. Them. Yeah. Okay. So the nine-year-old was kissing somebody? Yeah, she kissed the main character to become his Sekirei. Yeah, that's... the. the th- so they have to exchange mucus to... They gotta swap spit. And she's nine. Yeah. Uh, like, is... she's like nine. She's She looks and acts like a little kid. It's kind of creepy. So she's like 500? No. This being oh, anime. God, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still It's still not. It's still, the... it's still not okay. It's yeah. really not okay. Ugh. I will say that more or less... I mean, she does that weird thing where she's like, when I grow up, I'm going to marry him. Okay, so she but is implying part, that she's not old like enough a little to... Sister. So she is implying that she's not old enough to do that now. Yes. So yeah, she's like, she's like ten. Yeah. But... Overall, I would say that the main character, Minato... Treats her more like a little sister than anything else. I mean, I would, I would most certainly hope that. Yeah, he never kisses her, of like his own. Uh, he never kisses her on his own. She always initiates, which I feel like doesn't make it better, but eh, it's slightly less creepy. Ever, anyways, once they leave. Uh, uh, some some kid shows up at the uh, at the garden and kills all the plants with a single touch. Okay. And that's the end of the episode. Battle made perfect sense. Of course. So now we've got the next episode. Um. So, Ku, the plant Ku, the plant girl, tells us that her best friend was the guy who killed all her plants at the end of the last episode. Um, and, na- and gives us his name. He'll be important later. Um, there's a girl stalking the main character who lives in a secret room in the hostel. Okay. She's like some tech genius or whatever. She's a Sekirei too. So there's like three of them living in this one place. Yeah, per- well, well, including Kagari, that's like, hang on, one, two, three, four, five. Five. Six. Six. Hey, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I might be getting my counts off. Anyways, um, but yeah. So, uh... It's it's not a very well kept secret, but Kagiri, the silver haired person who lives at the hostel, is actually Homura, the dude with the fire powers. Okay. Anyways, so uh, the tech girl scares plant girl. 
Um, there, fucking just random. This is kind of a breather episode, to be honest. Not a lot happens. Uh, I think Kusano, the plant girl, dresses up as a wagtail at some point. What's a wagtail? Uh, I'm not entirely certain, but I know that the Japanese word for it is Sekire. So it's a pun. She. Yeah, she's she's a Sekire. She's dressed up as a Sekire. It's it's actually kind of adorable. <laughs> so no, let me let me just find that real quick. Yeah. Okay, so she literally dresses up as a pun. Up oh, there. Ah. Okay, that's that's the best I got. It's it's like a penguin, I guess. What the. F- <laughs> All right then. So she dresses up as a penguin with a tail. I guess. I don't know. That's called a swiggity. You called it. Sekirei. No, the other wag- word. Wagtail. A wagtail. <laughs> a swiggity. <laughs> don't expect me to remember these things. I can't even remember these characters' names. Fair enough. Okay. So, anyways, um. So circumstances end up aligning such that the main character, Minato, is alone in the bathroom with no one else in the house. I mean, that's um, that's normal, right? No, because... Let's Just go to the bathroom alone? No, no, he's alone in the bathroom, but there's also no one else in the house. Okay. Like, everyone else is distracted doing other stuff. So uh, the landlady is off paying her monthly respects to her late husband's grave. Okay. Uh, um, Kusuno, Plant Girl, and other Sekire are, I guess, I think they're play- playing dress up or something. I don't remember exactly. Uh, the punchy Main Girl, Miss B, went shopping, but got attacked by a kill sat. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so. She got attacked by a kill satellite. Yeah. So, here's my question. Why did they have to wait till she was out shopping? Pretty sure you could kind of hit someone from anywhere with one of those. Because the tech girl needed her distracted so that she could do the sex to the main character. She's the one who used the kill set? Yes, the tech girl. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But Punchy Man Girl shows back up just in time to say I am getting in the I am I am blue balling you <laughs> Tech Girl. Um Anyways, uh episode five. Uh, Tech Girl, they meet Tech Girl, introduce her, turns out she lives behind a secret door in, uh, in the upstairs of the hostel. And she, her room's just covered in computers. Really? Uh, Tech Girl has a room covered in computers? Yeah. Could you believe that? Anyways. (laughs) 
So, uh, after that, uh, I think, like, they go to sleep, and then they wake up, and then she kisses him while he's, like, half awake, half asleep, and she becomes his third Sekirei. Kind of anticlimactic, to be honest. Uh, and then new character. Then we meet a new character. Well, we've seen her before, but we actually meet her this time. Named Tsukiyomi. Uh, she has water powers. Okay, so water, flying, and super strength. She just she's just really athletic. Plants and technology. She's just really good with computers. These are some. These are some weird powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't forget that one girl who was basically just, I have a scythe. <laughs> Is that even a superpower? Hey. Maybe? I don't know. In any case, um, the new water girl, she, uh, she feels the call. To, to, like, pair with someone to find her Ashikabe. But she doesn't like that, so she's going to go kill her potential Ashikabe. That makes sense. Yeah. Gotta admit, we, we got introduced to the Sundere much later than I was expecting. Oh, she's the Sundere. Yes. She's constantly threatening violence against everyone else in the harem. <laughs> As is proper. Yeah, and then Musubi Punch Girl is uh, the Genki Girl. And then... Uh, I don't know what Matsu Tech Girl is. And then, of course... <sighs> Plant Girl Kusuno is the Lolly. Can... Anyways, moving on. Moving on, not dwelling on that. Um, and so uh, Minato had like a dream about Water Girl Tsukiyumi, and so they're like, we're gonna go find her. Okay. Yeah. So that's episode five. <laughs> gotta get as many, gotta get as many people in this as possible. Of course. Episode 6, uh, they go to find her, um, the Electric Twins and Seo, the uh, the asshole lunch thief, are uh, fighting her. Uh, they fight a bit. Kusano, like, she carries... So, like, when she's out and about, she carries this little potted plant with her at all times. It's really cute. Okay, this kind of sounds adorable. Yes, it is absolutely adorable. And it's also uh, one of her, like, uh, attack vectors that I mean, lets her use her powers. Need, need use plant-based powers to carry on some plants. Story yeah. checks out. Um, let's see. One thing leads to another. Uh, the asshole food thief, Seo, threatens to sexually assault Water Girl Tsukiyumi. Um, 
Tsukimi tries to kill main character Minato. Uh, but she intentionally misses with her water jet blast. And so she's like, okay, uh, I will become your Sekirei. And they do the thing where they kiss. And she glows. And then, in typical Sundere fashion, she has a little bit of a... little bit of a... freak out when she finds out that there are already three other girls in the harem. And two of them are of similar age to her. Yeah, so that. So she moves in. Um, she threatens to fight Punchy Girl, and then they the landlady puts a stop to that, and then reveals that she actually knows what Sekirei are. I mean, she has like seven of them in her house now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Um, because her husband used to work for the uh, for the big megacorp before he died. So she knows all about everything that's going on with Sekirei. So meanwhile, while all of this has been happening, the main character's sister, uh, Yukari, has been taking care of the uh, of the boy with the plant-killing powers. Okay, why? Because he got attacked, I believe. Yeah, he got attacked by some other Sekirei. One of whom, whose power is, as far as I can tell, has a whip. Some of these people just have terrible powers. In any case. Um, so she's been, like, taking care of him and uh, not having sex with him. Okay. Yeah, so that's... Uh, that's episode six. Episode seven. Uh, we see the uh, so somebody comes to visit the crew. Well, somebody comes to visit Punchy Girl Musubi, whose name is Karasuba, but you won't remember that. So just remember her as the lady with the sword. Lady with the sword. Got it. Yes. Who uh, who was actually at she was she was in the flashback at the beginning of the show. She was the lady with the sword at the beginning of the show. Oh. Yeah, uh, they're, they have her and... So Sword Lady and Punchy Main Girl have some kind of agreement. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, but they have some, some kind of agreement, and they, they still agree to it. I, I don't know. But on her way out, Sword Sword Lady runs into the landlady, who was uh, out shopping at the time. And Sword Lady reveals that landlady is actually number the number zero one Sekirei. What? So she is. A, sorry. She's. Repeat that, please. So we find a. The, the sword lady reveals that the landlady of the hostel where they're, they're staying at yes. is actually a Sekirei and is the first Sekirei. Okay, she's the very first. 
So it's only been Sekiro's around for like 80 years? Or are they immortal? I don't know. (laughs) It's it's complicated. Um I don't remember. You know, I think it was this episode that we saw a another flashback of the CEO of the Megacorp and like his assistant or whatever. And they were on some archaeological dig. And they they found an island <clears throat> Oh god my voice. They found an island in the middle of the ocean that just like appeared out of nowhere. And he's dressed like an idiot, of course. Uh basically they find a giant spaceship. And inside they find like a bunch of uh what's, what's, I I'm not really sure how to describe it. Artificial uteruses, I guess. And so, uh, so I guess Sekirei has been around about, let's see, because, yeah, the story takes place in 2020, and that was in 1999. So 20 years, give or take. So, yeah, and there's uh, some other stuff that is going on, like uh, the CEO decides that it, that enough Securities have awakened, so they're going to lock down the city. Just the entire city. Just the entire... And also, this is Tokyo. So they're going to lock down all of Tokyo. Wait, so they just own Tokyo? More or less. They just, like, own the capital of Japan? Yeah, pretty much. Alright. Um... So let's see... Yukari was walking around. All right, and the 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 girl, the Sekirei with the whip, gets murdered by a sword girl. And there's some harem shenanigans going on. What's really important is just that the CEO is starting to blockade uh, Tokyo. And so we go on to episode eight. So now Tokyo is officially blockaded. No one goes in or out without like an, a, a thorough inspection of their vehicle or whatever. And obviously, Sekirei are not allowed out of the city. So we cut to... Uh, so we open on a Sekirei and her Ashikabi trying to escape the city. Alright. They, uh... They almost get away, but a member of something called the Disciplinary Squad shows up. Some weirdo with, like, claw hands. Like, she obviously has normal hands, but she wears these giant claws on them. Okay, so she has Freddy Krueger powers. More or less. Um, Attacks them, or just, like, threatens them, and they run away back into the city. Um... They find out, so... Then we cut to the crew. I call them the crew, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) The crew finds out that some Sekirei has been killing other Sekirei and leaving without getting credit for the kills. Um, So it's only murder if you don't let everyone know you've done it. Got it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, Which, the episode makes no effort to hide is actually the other Sekirei that lives 
uh, at the hostel with them. The one who doesn't do anything. Okay. Not the one with fire powers. Because there's a lot of Sekiri that just don't do anything there. Any case. <clears throat> in, in any case. Uh, so, we get a little bit of her backstory. Of how her uh, Ashikabi is in the hospital. And the like guy in charge of the hospital or whatever is blackmailing her to go kill uh, Sekirei for him. Because he's an Ashikabi as well. Uh, in exchange for keeping her Ashikabi alive. Why? Uh, thin out the competition, I guess? Alright. <laughs> I think it's it, I think it's a little bit implied that he's on the Megacorp's payroll. So he's like forwarding uh, he's like forward, forwarding assassination missions that he got to her. Um and oh this is this is very important. So the only same sex relationship in this show, at least in this season, is this this Sekiri Uzume and her Ashikabi, who is a girl. Okay. It's it's notable. For reasons that I will explain later. Okay. In any case, um, so the next tar so her next target is the one that tried to escape, the secondary that tried to escape. Okay. <clears throat> and so <clears throat> we now know what her her secondary powers are. Her uh, she can control cloth. Cloth. Yeah. That is just the worst superpower. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <clears throat> um, so the crew goes out to find and fight the veiled Sekirei, as she has come to be known, because they're like, we really would rather someone not be going around and, uh, you know, killing people without a fight. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Uh, so they find her. But she had already found the her target. And so, naturally, uh, Veil Girl, Cloth Girl, is like, No, I don't want to fight them. They are my friends. I, we live together. We eat food together. <laughs> um, but then we get another secondary that shows up. Who has wind powers. She's also really drunk. That's probably more important than the wind powers, to be honest. Okay. So she shows up, she acts drunk, she interrupts the fight. Um, uh, then some more fight stuff. Like they try to just stand around and trade blows for a bit. <clears throat> Meanwhile, uh, punchy main yeah cannot talk. Punchy main girl Musubi uh, helps the uh, Sekirei who tried to escape run away from the fight, and then Cloth Girl runs away from the fight. 
so the crew ends up helping, agreeing to help the uh, the Sekure and her uh, her Ashikabe try and escape again. This time it's going to be all, like a whole production. And uh, there's a little bit in this ep- in the episode where uh, main character Minato and the uh, Ashikabe who tried to escape are like connecting because that the guy who tried to escape is all is also a two-time college entrance exam failure and he lives in the same apartment that uh the main character used to live in okay weird thing to bond over but well they, they're like bonding over like uh how they failed the entrance entrance exam twice and how the landlord is a total asshole Um, not much to say about this Sekire and her Ashikabe. He's constantly calling her useless, um, like incompetent. And every time he does that, because the I guess the Japanese word for incompetent is Muno, and her the Sekire's name is Kuno. So she's so she always goes. I'm not incompetent, I'm Kuno. <laughs> it's funnier. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's funnier if I watched it. Yes. I, I thought it was funny. Anyways. um, Yeah, so. They, uh, they agree to help them escape. And then Cloth Girl gets drunk with uh, with the drunk girl. They wander back to the hostel and end up sleeping in Minato, the main character's room. Because they get back at like 1am and everyone else is asleep. And they're dead drunk. And that's more or less episode 9. Okay. Um, Like they wake up and... Some harem shenanigans happen. Harem shenanigans. <clears throat> Anyways. So they go meet with Seo, the dude who is the Ashikabi for the Electric Twins. And we get some world building about how there's these uh, three other Ashikabis in the city who kind of are the gang leaders, I guess. Who control the west, the east, and the south. What about the north? So nobody controls the north because, uh, according to Seo, there's a scary demon that lives in the north. And then Musubi points out that, hey, we live in the north. The landlady lives in the north. She's a badass, basically. Okay. That That's it. So no one, no one else dares to try and get... Uh, get in on her territory. So they they make a plan to escape via the bri- via a bridge on the north side. They have a big party. Cloth girl is a little bit a little bit sad because she's like, I don't want to go in and party with the people I'm trying to kill. And so that's more more or less the uh that is more or less that episode 
Uh, I think, yeah. So up to this point, probably also worth mentioning that Homura has been having issues controlling his powers. Like, he's not stabilized. So okay. his fire powers are, like, threatening to uh, incinerate him. That sounds unfortunate. Yeah, at one point he tried to, like, he was, like, his powers were going out of control, and uh, he tried to call someone, and while he was, like, holding his cell phone, it just melted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's doing, eh. He's not doing great. Anyways, so... The crew puts the plant into action. So here's here's more or less the plan. So the plant girl is going to go distract the guards at one of the other bridges. So like all of the reinforcements will go there. Um, and she does this by just kind of walking up to them while holding her plant. And they're like, uh, are you lost, little girl? <laughs> and then they realize she's a Sekirei and she catches them all in her plants. Um, meanwhile, everybody else makes a break for the uh, for another bridge that's not guarded because it's a railway bridge. Nobody ever expects the railway bridges. Uh, and then, meanwhile, the tech girl took down the uh, the kill sats and the surveillance satellites for one hour, so they they will be able to escape. Uh, one thing that wasn't entirely clear for me when I when I watched it uh, was like, what's stopping the kill sats from just shooting them uh, once they leave the city? Yeah, I was about to ask. I mean, again, it's a kill satellite. Like you can strike pretty wide radius. I'm imagining, unless it's like fixed over Tokyo. But even then, it's that's still a huge radius. I don't know. I'm not questioning it. I don't think a person can run fast enough in an hour to get out of Killsat range. Uh, Musubi dodged Killsat lasers for like half an hour. Wait, wait did, did no one notice lasers coming down from space? No. No. Well, I mean, it blew up a shopping district. No one noticed lasers coming down from space in the capital of Japan that blew up a shopping district? Apparently not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In, in the world of Sekirei, international uh, intervention doesn't appear to be a thing. I'm wondering what the Japanese thought about it. <laughs> I, fair enough. I'm pretty yeah. sure that if like Walmart started shooting laser beams <laughs> into Washington D.C., <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the U.S. government would have something to say about it. Well, let's see, but they own the government, more or they, less. Wait, they own... So they don't own the city. They own the entire country, then. Well, it's complicated. Basically, they own the... They, they have complete control of the city, technically. Like... What's, what is it? Um, I guess the, uh, the official government has de jure claim over it. They have de jure control, but they have but the Megacorp has de facto control. Alright. In any case, um... So yeah, they're doing that. Uh, meanwhile, 
the uh, the water girl stayed behind because she's like, I'm all depressed and stuff. Because I'm not strong enough. You know, classic... Uh... Has she tried swapping more fluids? No. But her her issue is more of an issue is more of a uh, problem of she has a lot of raw power but no no skill behind it. Oh. So literally, uh, the landlady with her sword sheathed can take her down, even while getting high power high pressure water blasted at her at close range. Anyways, so on the railway bridge, uh, Musubi, uh, Punchy Main Girl, gets into a fight with two members of the disciplinary squad, the, the Claw Girl from earlier, and another Punchy Girl. And so they have a pretty decent fight. Um, at one point, a big hole gets blown in the bridge. And uh, and the main character Minato almost falls down, which when Punch Girl Musubi goes to try and rescue him, she uh, well, she, you know, she's laying down on the ground trying to grab him. I think she's actually like holding onto his arm at this point. I can't remember. Um, and the other Punchy Girl jumps up behind her and uh, does the thing where she basically kills her by doing the chant uh, and makes her symbol disappear. And uh, meanwhile, the Megacorp is reacting faster than anticipated because they anticipated this escape attempt. Or and maybe hey, they just noticed that they were getting like a 404 error on their kill set. Well, no, like, we we cut to the CEO and he's like, you think I didn't know that they would try to escape that way? The sort of, sort of a, whatchamacallit, the plan where you leave one, one escape open for your enemy so that you know that that's the only way that they can get out. Okay, I, I get it. That was basically his plan. He doesn't actually have much of a plan, though. He mostly just stands on that clock tower and monologues. At one point, he almost fell off. In any case. Um, so we've reached the all this lost moment. So... Then we go to episode 12, last episode. Just, uh, I don't know, it took a bit longer than I expected. But, so everybody's freaking out. Um, tech girl goes, decides to go save plant girl. She has, like, a hidden garage in the backyard? Like, you know one of those things where, like, the ground opens up and then a platform raises up? Yeah, she has one of those, and she's got a motorbike and a rocket launcher. 
and then Water Girl also gets goes to help out. Um, Tech Girl goes to save Plant Girl. Water Girl goes to save main character. So once uh, once Tech Girl rescues Plant Girl, she decides. So they're they're on the motorcycle now. She decides to give uh, Ku, the Plant Girl, the rocket launcher. She handed a nine-year-old a rocket launcher. Yes. She handed a nine-year-old a rocket launcher. Please explain to me why she thought this was a good idea. To be fair, it doesn't fire rockets while Ku has it. It What? It fires small capsules with plants in them. How does that work? So it's like, like, you know, one of those... uh, Whatchamacallit, so the things you put, like, 25 cents in, you turn the thing. Those little, like, like the little toy dispensers at, like, yeah, the dollar of, store? Yeah. yeah, one of those, but it's it's one of those c- capsule things, but it's got a plant in it. No, 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 no. My question isn't, why is it, how does it dispense plants? My question being, why does it dispense plants? <laughs> well, it's, it's, no, she just has, like, a whole bag of these. She just has a bag of plants in little capsules. Yeah. Yes. Which are being fired out of a rocket launcher. Again, how is she firing them from this rocket launcher? Uh, I think... You know, I don't actually know how she was firing it. She had both... She It was on her shoulder, she had both... It was good form. <laughs> she had decent form. Alright, okay, so... They're on a motorcycle, and there's a small child shooting plants... Out of a rocket launcher. All right, I I I I remember where we were. Continue. Okay. Um. So meanwhile, um, main character's sister and the dude who kills plants are uh are in her apartment, and they're like, "Oh, holy shit! What's with all the plants outside? Oh, that must be Koo." So they go out to go find, uh. They go out to find Koo, because he, he's been searching for Koo all season. And he didn't think to just, like, ask his sister where he is? No, this is, uh... This is the guy with the plant-killing plant powers. Yeah, well. he's been staring, he's been staying with the dude's sister, right? Yes. But the, dude, but the main character's sister doesn't know that her brother is an Ashikabe. But this guy knows, right? No. No. Neither of them know. They neither, neither of them know them. anything. They they don't know anything. So they just been like pissing about her apartment this entire season. Yeah, pretty much. All right, they then. went shopping a couple times. They got attacked a couple times. I just knocked my microphone up. I'll try not to do that again. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they yeah they've been pissing about in the apartment for all season. <laughs> um, then we go back to uh, then we go back to the bridge for a short time to see Water Girl show up and have a minor freakout to find out that Punchy Girl is dead. Punchy Girl died. Yeah, last last episode, Musubi died when she did the chant thing and made her. Symbol disappear. Yeah, I didn't remember that. <laughs> to be okay. To be fair, it doesn't stick. 
Well, I figured. I mean, she's the main girl. Yeah. Because also, she shows up in in the preview for the next episode. So they weren't even pretending that, oh yeah, she's totally dead. Like, the characters like, oh my god, she's dead. But the show itself was like, yeah, no, she's not dead. So then we'll jump back to uh, Plant Killer Boy and main character's sister. Uh, they get attacked by the dude who's collecting Sekirei. And then... Finally, um, they they have they make their contract thing where they kiss, and uh, he awakens. And then the dude who was collecting secretary is like, "Damn it, I was so close." <laughs> Boiled again. He's he's very. He doesn't do much, except be an asshole. Anyways, so back at the bridge. Um, main character gets up and stands his ground against a, uh, a punch from the other punchy girl, which causes main punchy girl, Musubi, to, uh, come back to life, sort of. So it turns out that, uh, uh, another Sekirei like, put some part of her into Musubi, which, because in, like, the flashback, the little girl that the sword sword lady and the other ladies uh, saved was Musubi, main punchy girl. And... Sekirei apparently have something called a Sekirei engine, which I don't know what that does, but Musubi has one, so she's not dead, and anyway, she gets possessed by the lady who donated her kidney to her. Wait, what? She possessed someone that... She donated her kidney to, or got the donated kidney of. So, the person in the in the flashback who saved Musubi donated her whatever, like donated her heart or whatever, to save main punchy girl's life. Okay, yeah. Which killed the person who did the donating, obviously. Yeah. And so when Musubi is taken down, um, she gets back up, but with uh, the person who did the donating in her body instead. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I get it now. Yeah. And uh, so she is number eight, Yume. Um, not... You're not going to remember, and I'm tired of saying punchy girl. That's because uh, it reminds me of Hibiki. Because that's what well, it reminds me of. <laughs> She's a lot like Hibiki, honestly. Both Yume and uh, Musubi. They're, they're both kind of like Hibiki, and I I'm rooting for her. I'm definitely rooting for her. Uh, in any case, Yume, old punchy girl, 
is like super strong, even though Musubi is not that strong, and she sends the uh, the two Sekirai who were fighting them literally flying off like Team Rocket twinkle in the sky. Um, there's a bit where the Sword Lady shows up to fight uh, Old Punchy Girl, but Old Punchy Girl says no, and then gives Musubi control of her body once again. So she is officially alive. Okay. Uh, also, at uh, about this point, uh, so a little while ago, the tech girl had lost control of the satellites, like the kill sat and everything. Okay. So uh, the satellites blow up the bridge that they are on. So I have a quick question. Yes. Do none of them know how to swim? I'm pretty sure they know how to swim. They can't just, like, swim whatever this bridge goes over? Well, they could. It's not that wide of a river, to be honest. But it's like... If you tried to swim... Oh, that's right, they have boats in the river. So I guess you... I, I don't fucking know, man. Scuba gear. <laughs> they can't afford scuba gear. <laughs> In any case. Um, so Sword Lady fucks off because she doesn't want to fight main punchy girl yet. Because uh, th their, their promise or whatever that they made forever ago was that they're going to fight when they're the last two Sekirei standing. <laughs> that yeah, that's it. That's 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 her thing. Anyway, so the bridge blows up, and the two that were trying to escape ended up on the other side of the bridge. the The bridge out the side of the bridge that's outside the city, and okay. everyone else ended up on the side of the city that is part of the city. Hey, wait a minute. Oh wait, no, she was dead, wasn't she? I was gonna say the one girl can fly. She can't fly. She can just leap tall buildings in a single bound. Surely she could leap the distance of this river. Oh, absolutely. But uh, the main character decides, no, we're not going to try and escape. Because that, that's been like a, a thing in the back of his head for the last few episodes. It's like, do I want to try and make a break for it? Do I want to try and run out of here? Because, uh... I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about fighting. But now he's ha he, his resolve has been tested, and he has come through much stronger. Anyway, so then the the two who are trying to escape fuck off. They fuck off to the country, and everybody in the harem is happy. And so then we go to the credits, and we just got like a bunch of uh. A bunch of how are they doing right now bits. Like, uh, the sword lady's cleaning her sword. And, uh. I'm not gonna lie. This show sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. I'm a patron of terrible anime, though. 
so let, uh, also let me just finish up real quick. So, um, all right. So the main character's sister and the dude who kills plants, uh, beat a, they beat a guy up and defeated his Sekirei. Um, cause, cause they're tired of like sitting around and like just walking around to try and find the plant girl. Now they're going to take names and kick ass to do it. Uh, and then, uh, we find out that all of the instability that Homer has been going through is because he now has boobs. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, okay. So this is what I was talking about earlier when I said the only, like, same-sex couple. Okay, uh, that was slightly wrong, because the guy who's collecting Sekirays does have a couple male Sekirays in his harem. Okay. But... For whatever reason, uh, Homura is reacting to the main character. So Fire Guy is reacting to the main character. And because of this, for some reason, he's turning into a girl. So the main character literally emits a pheromone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, And then... And then uh, the last thing is just the MBI CEO standing on top of his clock tower, teasing season two. And we end with a to be continued. And that's the end of the season. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's... <sighs> I was like 12 when I watched it the first time. I didn't know what was going on. I've seen better fighting shows in the, since then, and I've seen better etchy shows since then. But I've never seen another harem battle royale anime. A battle royale where the harems fight each other. Like... I'm sure there's at least one other. I dare you to find it. <laughs> I dare you to find it. And one thing I thought about when I was watching this was I'm amazed that this is not a gotcha game adaptation. Well, that would like, make sense. Like, that would be... Like, the way it's set up, there's like 108 Sekirei, and it's like, collect them all, and fight with them. It It feels like it should have been a gotcha game. And this is like, because if this was if this was a gacha game adaptation, this would be a pretty dang good gacha game adaptation. Um, but uh, God, yeah. Looking looking back now and remembering most of it in the moment, not bad. In hindsight, oh God. What was this show called again? Sekirei. Alright. S-E-K-I. Oh, hey, I, I, I found it. I'm looking, oh. at the, I'm looking at the TV Tropes page for Battle Harem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, find any... Find any other shows in there? No. What, do you, what does no mean? I mean, is no. I mean, I'm okay. still looking. Okay. <laughs> still searching through. 
Ah, God. Yeah. A few, few good moments. Ku is, Ku is, uh, the plant girl is just perfect. Um, she's, uh, she's great. Whenever she gets mad, she just kind of grunts and uh, copies whoever whoever's whoever is older who shares her uh, anger at the time she also has a tendency when she's mad to like start biting people's legs <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's a fun it's a fun show Uh, and I mean, I'm still gonna watch season two, but we don't. We do not have to cover it on here. Yeah, that. Uh, not gonna uh, lie, oh, that oh. that show sounds awful. But does it sound? But does it sound worse than Wonder Momo? What's that? That's that really terrible one. That's like just just the worst. Yeah, I don't like think I, I don't think I've seen what that is. You have not seen it. I watched it. I watched it as part of my uh, bad anime. Oh yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, it, God. Ugh. Is that the one where their superpowers were dragons or something? No. Which one was that? I'm I don't know. You're the one who watched them. <laughs> Superpowers are dragons. The fuck? I will say, I will say, at least Sekirei is, uh, like, I guess, honest about its horniness. Unlike some other shows, some other Harab shows, like, uh, God. Ugh, don't make me remember this fucking bullshit. The... God, what's it called? Lance and Masks. God, I hate that show. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Lance and Masks. We'll need to do, we'll, we'll need to do like, a rant episode where I just rant about Lance and Masks because, God, I need to get that off my chest. Can I rant, too? Just yes. Listen, watching you watch it. Was 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 it a fun experience? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> okay, remember how the horse was a girl? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, we'll get into that next time, <laughs> some other next, time. Some other time. God. <laughs> we'll get into that some other time. Yeah. Ah. Uh, all right. So yeah, that that was Sekure. It's very 2008. Very 2008. Uh, Don't diss 2008. <laughs> Spice and Wolf came out in 2008. Oh shit, I forgot about that. What else came out in 2008? Uh, a lot of stuff came out in 2008, I'm sure. Wasn't like 2008 year 2008 was like your year. No, 2017 was my year. Right. I could have sworn that there was some 
day in the late aughts that you were like, this this year was really good. I think like 2006 I, was also an amazing year. I, I think 2007 has been put up as a pretty good year. Uh, okay, uh, 2008, so you had Spice involved, you had the second season of Code Geass. Yeah. Uh, to Love Ru came out, I don't know if that's... Oh, nice. Mark of quality. I haven't actually watched it. I know that you watched it. I liked it. <laughs> Just quickly skimming through. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm 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 a purveyor of bad anime. I know you are purveyor. I'm a watcher of bad anime. <laughs> but watching the truly bad shit has made watching the enjoyably bad stuff. So much more enjoyable. Yeah, Toradora. That was too well. It started oh, in two thousand eight. Yeah, oh, uh, Clanad After Story two thousand eight. Damn. Certain Magical Index two thousand eight. God damn. Yeah, so that that kind of like that period, the back half of the aughts was pretty. Good so yeah, two thousand eight was a was a pretty good year. Uh, yeah. So what uh, what should we cover next? What uh, do we cover next? So. Because oh, we we still got a few weeks until enough episodes of the next season are out to like talk about them. Um, next uh, season probably, of what? The the next anime season. Oh, okay. Yeah, the summer season's coming up. I should do like a breakdown of the summer season when it starts. Yes, we will, but uh, we'll have to wait until. Yes, I know we have to wait until it actually starts. Yeah. <laughs> um. Probably do something, uh, like you could do a recap next. Alright, I'll do a recap next, yeah. Oh, what, what are you thinking? Uh, I will let you all know next week. You should do that, uh, the, I live with my, with the, uh... Fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> yes, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's get broken. Let's get broken together. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess that's going to be it for today. Uh, thanks everybody for watching Anime Stroganoff, Lilith, and Eli. Signing off. Talk to you later.